I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, how I love this game. The beautiful game. God's game. Some call it football. Some call it calcio. Some call it football. Some call it soccer. Whatever you want to call it. Love it. Live it. Breathe it. I love playing this game. I love coaching this game. love watching this game. I love commentating this game. My name is Nate Abarea. Pleasure to be with you in our final show before the Christmas holiday And the snow and rain and wind decided to take a nice little break way up here in the wilds of Northern California. It is a brisk, brisk, sunny day with some fluffy clouds up in the sky. We had a morning practice, my Shasta Wolfpack high school boys. We had a nice morning practice, our last practice before the Christmas holiday. And my bottom-dwelling bench warmer decided to score a gritty hat trick that would have made Dirk Kout proud. And in the time I was watching that scrimmage, I, I was so happy with the spirit of things. I started doing a little play-by-play of, of my team, of these, of these high school kids. Started doing a little play-by-play, a little commentary of the, uh, the heated scrimmage at the end of practice. And how fitting that our last show here before the Christmas holiday, Gary Taphouse is going to be with us. That's right, Gary Taphouse from Sky Sports and the Premier League World Feed, an outstanding football commentator, is going to be with us in this edition of the show. Maybe it's the holiday spirit. Maybe it's the, the Christmas joy. But we, we get so caught up on, on this show and every other show for good reason, for good reason. We get so caught up in sacking managers and hiring managers and calling players rats and hailing some and blasting others and disappointment and satisfaction and confidence and insecurities and promotion and relegation and FIFA scandals. Take a step back right now. Take a little look at this game on a primitive level. 11 people versus 11 people. Do you love this game? Good. I love this game too. Gary Taphouse is with us. And I love you. Eddie Grant's going to take us to break. Gary's going to be with us on the other side. Stay tuned. It's World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Now in the street there is violence and not a lot of work to be done. No place to hang out or washing and then I can't blame all on the sun. Oh no. We're going to rock down to Electric Avenue and then Trick Avenue, and then we'll take it higher. 
see the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Geico presents Kathy, the Candid Realtor. Okay, and right around here is the kitchen. Gas range, granite countertops, all those gadgets you registered for will look great up here until that toaster overheats and takes out everything in a two-foot radius. It's hard to know all that comes with renting a home or apartment. That's why the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Visit GEICO.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now, where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit. Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll, and startups. Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender. To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Laser Vision. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barrera, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Where are you from, mate? Just around. Just around, that's right. My name is Nate Abarrea. You are listening to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Tweet me at NateWST and get a hold of all of us at World Soccer Talk and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes when you get a chance. Tune in, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, WorldSoccerTalk.com, and a special hello to the men and women overseas listening on the American Forces Network. Our guest in this edition of the show is a commentator you may have heard a fair amount of times through his work with Sky Sports as well as the Premier League World Feed here in his work here in the States. His name is Gary Taphouse. Gary, thank you so much for joining us, mate. 
Hey there, Nate. How are you doing? I'm doing mighty fine. And, and hey, before we get into your commentary assignments this weekend and, and the, the always exciting holiday period uh, in, in the Barclays Premier League, I want to start this this on a, on a broader level. And, and I open the show by just beaming with joy here during the holiday season and just realizing coaching, playing, commentating, how much I just love this game. And I think it's so important for people to do that and take that step back and just realize why we love this game. And so I throw it right to you, Gary Taphouse. What do you love about football? Why do you love the beautiful game? Oh, man, that is a broad question. Uh, well, I mean, in this country, there's no other sport to love. Um, it's everything. Um, it's something that we, we obviously we get into in t- at such a young age, and um, you know we, it's it's something that dads pass on to their their sons in many respects. You know, my dad took me to a game, and that was it. I was hooked. Um, and the fact that all you need to play it is a ball um, and and a, an area somewhere to kick it about. I mean, um, it's as simple as it gets, isn't it? Um, but as you say, holiday time is just so special, isn't it? Um, particularly in the Premier League, because it's just the busiest time of the year. In fact, many managers complain about the fact that um, players don't have sufficient time to recover and and, uh, and perhaps it's not best for their health. But um, for the fans' point of view, it's just game after game after game and it's just so exciting. And of course, such a pivotal time of the year in terms of the league um, so much can change in such a short space of time. So um, forget the presents. All I care about is the football. <laughs> now, Gary, you, you bring up something that's really interesting, and it's a conversation that I feel like I've had with so many folks every year right around this time, and it's balancing the concerns of managers and professional footballers with the fans and, and how there, there's almost a, a developing every year, more and more developing the, the controversy almost of, of the holiday period. And, and should there be fewer games? Is it too much? How do you find the, the balance to work out as far as how beautiful it is and how important it is for the fans with the concerns of the managers and the players that you bring up? Well, and every year in this country, we have a debate over whether we should be more like Spain and have a winter break. Um, obviously, there's an argument, would that help our clubs in the Champions League in the latter stages? Um, my argument there is you only have to go back a few years to find um, the semi-finals having three English teams in there. So it didn't seem to affect us that year. Um, I think a lot of a lot of continental managers come over to England and and would and say let's keep the Boxing Day games because that's so traditional, and then maybe take a couple of weeks off. But of course, what so many other clubs do that have winter breaks is they fly off around the world doing um, exhibition matches. So how much rest are they actually getting? Um, you know, they use it as a kind of a cynical money making exercise. So, listen, I I hear what the managers say and I understand the concerns, but the reality is there'll be players in the league who will play on the 26th, they'll play on the 28th, and they'll play on the 2nd, and they'll probably have a little bit of a rest in the FA Cup week, and they'll be absolutely fine. They're professional athletes, finely honed athletes, and as long as they're managed carefully, as long as they get that recovery time on the 27th, all the homework would have been done for the 28th games, it's just a question of managing people efficiently and effectively. And I think we've got that down to a T in this country because we've done it for so many years. So I say bring it on. 
Absolutely love it. Mark that one down. Those words from Gary Taphouse regarding the holiday period in English football. All right, I got to ask you, Gary, how, how did you get into to the commentary world? You talk about fathers passing down the game. Who, who, passed, who passed down the, the microphone to you? Is that something that you picked up on your own? Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting. Um, I don't know, really. It's just something I, um, from quite a young age, really wanted to do. Um, and it's a sort of, uh, well, you, well, you'll know, it's a sort of thing, if you want to get into any sort of broadcasting, you need to, uh, it's all about timing and good fortune. And um, I was very lucky that when I was at uh, university down at Bournemouth, back then AFC Bournemouth weren't doing as well as they are now. Um, they didn't have that lovely stadium. And I knew someone that um, from a local production company that filmed their matches, and they they just happened to say to me, um, "Oh, we were looking for someone to do some commentary. We can't afford to pay them, but we just want someone to do the home games." And I was in there like a shot. Um, and then when I left university, I joined uh, my local paper, and it just so happened that one of my first assignments was to cover the launch of uh, Crystal Palace Radio, which had just been set up. So I went to the launch and then managed to wangle my way into doing the commentaries for the Crystal Palace home games. So, and, and that led on from there, really. So it, it, the thing is, it takes a long time. You, you generally have to do other things for, for quite some time before you actually earn enough money to do it full time. Um, but it, it, as long as you've got the experience at a young age, then um, you've got every chance. So, you know, I feel very blessed to do what I do. I absolutely love it. I hope that comes across in my commentaries. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's not really working for a living, is it? <laughs> I got to go back, Gary, to, to what seems to be the, the foundation, the, the humble beginnings of your commentary career at ASC Bournemouth and, and by yeah. complete chance in many ways, by you, you happen to be going to school there and, and had this little, I know, in. amazing. What goes through your mind, knowing your roots as a commentator and where the club was then, seeing them in the Premier League doing what they're doing right now? I mean, there's got to be a, a bit of a chill to see in that. Well, it's kind of magical, isn't it, really? I mean, um, if, if you go back to when I was there, um, 96, 97, you know, fans were collecting money in buckets outside the ground <laughs> to, to, just to pay the bills. Um, they had to beg Southampton to um, have a friendly just to, to pay the bills. This is during the season. Um, obviously, the, the ground was ramshackle. They were in administration. It looked like the end was coming. Um, and it just goes to show you never know what's around the corner because now, of course, they have a wealthy Russian owner. They have uh, they turn the pitch 90 degrees. They've got a lovely new stadium. They're in the Premier League. And I mean, I was so excited when I was asked to do their very first game back in the Premier League on the opening of the season because it did feel a little bit to me um, like everything had come full circle. So um, to, to be on the new gantry at the new stadium, a world away from the old one, um, you know, nearly 20 years ago, uh, yeah, that was amazing. It was really special, actually. What's your favorite memory from you, you? You talk about the rundown old ground and, and people collecting money in buckets and such. What, what are some of the memories that stand out for you actually working as a commentator for those matches? What are the ones that stand out, Gary? Well, we, we, I mean, we used to get to the ground and um, you, you mean you had to climb up this rusty old ladder, um, which had to be seen to be believed. And it certainly wouldn't pass any health and safety these days <laughs> because um, it, it kind of sloped inwards. So you almost felt like you were hanging down. 
Um, and then you get up to the gantry and it kind of bounced a bit, which can't be good. Um, and, and literally, I mean, it was a very low budget operation run by a local production company. So my microphone would literally just be plugged into the one camera in the ground. Um, and then at the end of the season, we'd edit it all together. Um, and you know, it actually came across as a very nice professional presentation in the end, but obviously it was just the one camera and me, um, for every game, but we edited together all the highlights, put it all together nicely. It was just the home games, but it made a nice little package. But as I say, a world away from the, the magnificent club that uh, AFC Bournemouth now is. I mean, I went there on the opening day of the season and I just couldn't believe I was actually in the same place. So the beautiful new media suite, um, walk out onto the pitch with gleaming stands, um, such a professional operation. And of course, you know, if they stay in the league this season, then the, the money's coming their way because of this uh, huge new TV deal which kicks in at the start of next season. So um, it's amazing where they've come from in, in such a short space of time. You know, the smallest ground that's ever staged Premier League football, I think it only holds 11,000. Um, and they've got plans to, to do something about that should they manage to stay there. So very, very exciting times. It's a lovely, lovely club, a real family club. Um, as I say, it only holds 11,000, but it frequently sounds like four times that. Um, so uh, yeah, it, you know, it may not be one of the more fashionable clubs to come to if you come to England to watch a Premier League game. But I tell you, go down there, enjoy the town because it's an amazing town as well, right by the sea, beautiful beach, take it some football, the perfect weekend as far as I'm concerned. And they help to breed fantastic young English football commentators as well. His name <laughs> is Gary Tapas. My name is Nate Ockham. We're back after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com. Geico presents Kathy, the candid realtor. Okay, and right around here is the kitchen. Gas range, granite countertops, all those gadgets you registered for will look great up here until that toaster overheats and takes out everything in a two-foot radius. It's hard to know all that comes with renting a home or apartment. That's why the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting covered for personal property loss and damage quick and easy. Visit GEICO.com and see how affordable renter's insurance can be. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. 
And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the US. Try it and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Business Loans Now is most known for 60-minute approvals and same-day funding for businesses across this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is Michael Medved for Business Loans Now, where your business cash flow is way more important than personal credit. Funding can be used for cash flow, equipment, payroll, and startups. Business Loans Now can also help with additional funding if your business has recently been underfunded by another lender. To find out how much your business could qualify for, I encourage you to visit businessloansnow.com. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Laser Vision. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Pretty good. Pretty damn good, that's yeah! <laughs> Nate and Gary back here with you, Abarea and Tap House on World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tweet us your take on the show at World Soccer Talk and get a hold of me at Nate WST. Gary, let's talk a little bit about the evolution of of football commentary. And obviously, for for you personally, it's an incredible evolution going back to the uh, the start at, at AFC Bournemouth that we talked all about in the last segment. But talk about in in your time in the craft, how much you've seen the craft change from from the nostalgia that we think of with the the likes of John Watson and and even others before them to the. The, the new television age and, and everything that has gone gone with that. Talk about the evolution of, of football commentary for you. Well, the, the first thing to say is it's, um, it's this explosion in the number of games that require commentators because obviously when I was growing up, um, there really weren't that many live matches on TV. Um, but when I was very young, it was basically uh, the FA Cup final, <laughs> maybe um, maybe a, a semi a semi final along the way, um, and, and of course the matches at the World Cup. Uh, when match of the day restarted in this country, then suddenly you had a couple of uh, Premier League games needing highlights every week, and then obviously Sky Sports came along and started televising games more regularly. But these days, of course, every Premier League game. Is shown all around the world, 205 countries or something, every game, every week. So there needs to be an awful lot more commentators than there ever used to be. When you add on to that all the radio and all the different club broadcasts um, and all the world feeds of all the other leagues, um, then suddenly you know you've got dozens and dozens of us. So that's the first thing that's changed. 
Um, I think probably the second thing is that, uh, again, when I was growing up, you, you would have two commentators. You'd have uh, what you guys would call the colour guy, but he wouldn't talk very much. He'd literally, we call him a summariser, and that's what they would do. They would summarise every 10 minutes or so, and for the rest of the time, they wouldn't talk. So you'd have a goal, there'd be a replay, and the commentator would do all the talking over that, and the summariser would summarise things every 10 minutes. These days, of course, it's all completely changed and it's much more conversational. Um, the commentator um, talks over every replay. It's kind of like an unwritten rule. I wouldn't talk over a replay. That would always be the co-commentator. So there have been some very subtle differences. What I try to do and what I've made a real conscious effort to do in the last few years is to talk less. In fact, there'll be times where I will actually put the microphone down because, you know, if you go to a game, um, you don't have some commentator in standing over your shoulder talking you through every single kick. So uh, I, I try to make it a little bit more like an experience throughout the game. So I'll, I'll say something if it needs to be said. Otherwise, I'll try and stay quiet. And that's something that I, just, you learn as you do it more and more and more. So, yeah, things have definitely changed. And I think you change as a commentator as you progress through your career because you, you learn more and more about what the viewer wants. Gary, I want to go back to something that you you ended on there, talking about the 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 necessary silence as as a football commentator. Do you find it easier to buy into that mindset when there's an amazing atmosphere on display as opposed to maybe a lesser atmosphere in in the grounds? Yeah, letting letting the crowd sing and letting them be a part of it. Do you find yourself maybe talking a little bit more when the atmosphere at a stadium is down? Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, the first thing to say is, you know, you're being paid to talk. So you feel if you don't talk, then what are you being paid for? Um, that's the first thing. Hey, don't, hey, don't give, my, don't give right. my boss any ideas right now. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bit different for you. Um, but yeah, if, if you're at the ground where it really is buzzing, then, you know, I think the, as a viewer, you want to experience that without some Muppet talking all, all over it. So I try and talk. I try and talk less. But like, for example, if I go to Leicester City or Crystal Palace or a ground where there's just an incredible vibe, I really don't want to just trample all over that because the fans are such a big part of it. So I will definitely try and talk less. Obviously, you've got to do your job. You've got to let people know what's happening. You, you know, you don't want to miss the big moments. But um, yeah, I think you know. As I say, I make a conscious effort to try and talk less. Um, but equally, I've got a job to do. So it is a delicate balance, for sure. Now, Gary, I also want to go back to something else that, that you touched on there. And, and I don't want to get you into any trouble with anyone because you work with some fantastic co-commentators, some fantastic analyzers of, of the beautiful game. But as far as personal preference goes, do you prefer working solo in terms of that, that more old school style of football commentary as a, as a solo broadcaster, or do you prefer working with a, a co-commentator? Well, I think I'd always rather be in uh, with a co-commentator. Um, I mean, it's, it's quite a different experience when you are on your own. Um, for example, I've just done the first two rounds of the FA Cup. And uh, we don't use co-commentators on the world feed until the third round. So, you know, I've just done uh, a first round game, a first round replay, a second round game and a second round replay on my own. And of course, they're teams which people won't know as well, as much as they would normally. So for the second round, I did uh, Whitehawk versus Dagenham and Redbridge. 
Um, and, you know, most people watching that would not have ever seen those two teams playing. So you've got a totally different job to do there. Where silence is not an option. You've really got to tell people about the clubs, about the players, about what's been going on. And, you know, perhaps that would be easier if you had a co-commentator. Um, so it's, it, it, you feel like you're doing twice the work there. Um, but yeah, it's Premier League game. I think I think you've got to have someone um, providing the summary because they're seeing the tactical things which you don't see because you're literally describing um, each pass and each action. They're looking at it from a much more analytical, tactical point of view, and they can point things out during the replays which you, as a commentator, wouldn't necessarily have seen. So I think that I think that's absolutely vital. Oh, without a doubt. And I also appreciate any shout-out to the Daggers of, of Dagenham and Redbridge Football Club on this show. Much, <laughs> much appreciated. A, a very, very well-known club here in the States. They I'm, just I'm made sure. it. <laughs> That's right. Hey, um, Gary, i, I got to ask you something else, too. Uh, and and you, you keep touching on these things perfectly. And, and I want to ask you about the world feed. And, and you, yeah. you work for Sky. You've done a, a number of... I mean, countless radio assignments over the years that are firmly based in the UK. But this concept of the Premier League and even the FA Cup, but but more so with the Premier League, becoming this worldwide entity. And you brought up the 205 countries that a Premier League match is, yeah. is televised in. What does that mean? It might be you? more. It might be more. It might. It, it, I think it just turned to 210 as we're talking about it. What does that mean yeah. to you as a as a citizen of the football world, knowing that you have an international audience of of that magnitude? Well, well, I think most of my followers on on Twitter are actually more more of them are from overseas than are actually in the UK because obviously my voice is heard more live overseas than it is in the UK. Um, but obviously, you know, when you're there doing a commentary, you're not really thinking about who's watching or who isn't watching. Um, you're just there to do a job. So you don't you don't really pick up a microphone and think, oh my goodness, there's literally millions of people watching. You, you know, it, it's the same whether you, whether there's no one watching or whether you've got a billion people watching. You're just, you're just there to do a job. So I don't generally think about that. Maybe afterwards you might think, wow, that was such a good game. You know, there, there would have been an awful lot of people watching that. And that's fantastic. But it's not something you think about during the game because you're just so absorbed in the action. Well, you should be. If you're not, you're not doing the right job, really. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's a massive um, global entity now, isn't it? And it just keeps growing um, year on year. And, I mean, you've only got to look at the numbers over there in the States um, for, the, for the big matches. It's just it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's great to see because, you know, the Premier League may not be the highest quality league in the world. It's something you can debate ad nauseum. But you've only got to look at what's happened this season to know that it's certainly, without a shadow of a doubt, the most exciting. And we're now in a situation where the quality is growing, not just at the big clubs, but right the way through the league as, as, as it gets richer and richer. And you have everyone beating everyone else. And it's suddenly become an unpredictable league. And that is only going to um, add to its appeal for sure. 
His name is Gary Taphouse. My name is Nate Abarea. And when we get back on the other side of this break right here on World Soccer Talk Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, we're going to preview Gary's commentary assignments coming up this weekend. Chelsea and Watford, Crystal Palace and Swansea. And we'll talk a little LVG before the show is over. Don't worry, all you United fans. We'll get a little LVG love-hate going on the show before we end today. But really focused on those Chelsea, Watford and Palace Swansea matches, the commentary assignments coming up this weekend for our guest in this edition of the show, Gary Taphouse. Stay tuned. We're back after this. World Soccer Talk Radio. Hey, want to step into my cough cloud? Your what? Baby, when I cough, I expel a cloud of droplets that hangs in the air all around me. It's wet, wild, and potentially virus-filled. And it's big enough for two. <laughs> Ugh, cough clouds are sick. So take Robitussin DM Max. It soothes your throat and delivers fast, powerful cough relief. Robitussin, because it's never just a cough. Use as directed iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE, 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800 989 
Welcome back to the big show. World Soccer Talk Radio here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Nate Abaurea is my name. Gary Taphouse, football commentator for Sky Sports and the Barclays Premier League World Feed. Nice enough to be with us today. And let's talk about the upcoming assignments for Mr. Gary Taphouse. We start with Chelsea and Watford. Gary, Who'd have thunk out this one way back when in August that we would be looking at Watford in the top half of the table and Chelsea with a recently sacked Jose Mourinho struggling to stay out of a relegation fight with three of their best players being labeled as rats by their own supporters. Give us your take on uh, the the Chelsea-Watford match this weekend, what you're most looking forward to. Well, it's mind-blowing, isn't it? Um, The the situation that both teams find themselves in, actually. Um, Let's start with Watford, because obviously Slavisi Ikanovic was the manager who got them promoted, but he couldn't agree a new deal, so he left. Um, The new man came in, Kike Sanchez-Flores, who's got no experience of managing in England whatsoever, brought in 15 new players, and um, I think most people are expecting them to be involved in a scrap. Um, and, and yet, uh, here they are, um, what, just a, a point outside um, the Champions League places and looking for a fifth win in a row. Um, absolutely staggering. And you've just got to give them uh, so much credit because uh, no one saw that coming. And funnily enough, I think they perhaps had their... Um, the wind taken out of their sails a bit by Leicester. I think they've kind of gone a little bit more under the radar. And if it wasn't for Leicester, I think a lot more people would be talking about Watford's achievements this season. Um, and so much focus has been on their their, their front two because they do play uh, a very old-fashioned 4-4-2, if you like, two, two up there, Troy Deeney and uh, Odia Nagalo, who've just been absolutely fantastic right from the word go. Um, and, you know, they are going to give Chelsea a real test. Goose Hiddings' first game back in charge. I think if you'd said to anyone um, at the start of the season that Mourinho wouldn't be there by Christmas, um, it would have been truly staggering for anyone to have said that. But here we are, Hiddings back. I went to his press conference today um, at the Chelsea training ground. It was very, very interesting. He didn't uh, mince his words. He said... Um, the, the players have got to look at themselves in the mirror. And not, he said, not just for a few seconds, but for a long time, and ask themselves, what can they do to help us on on the way back up the league? Because he still believes the club can finish in the top four. Um, he said, while it's mathematically possible, that is our number one target. So clearly, he will expect to win this game tomorrow. Uh, sorry, on uh, Boxing Day. So, fascinating game. The way Watford um, took Liverpool apart last Saturday, they'll feel very confident of going to Stamford Bridge and winning there, so a ground where they haven't won since 1986, um, you know, when I was still at primary school. So, it's been a long time. Um, they'll take a lot of fans there. The atmosphere will be terrific. It'll be very interesting to see the Chelsea fans' reaction. As you say, it was very mixed. Um, for the Sunderland game just a couple of days after Jose left. What will have changed in a week? Well, we'll find out. But I think it will still be a, a bit of a strange atmosphere, to be sure. Will Aiden Hazard be fit? Because the fans are very unhappy with him. Uh, they didn't feel that his injury was uh, justified against Leicester for him to go off. Um, they don't feel that he was behind Jose Mourinho at all, even though he was the player of the year last season. 
So it's a picture that we could talk about all night, basically, but it's uh, one very much to look forward to. You look at the number of games Chelsea have lost at home this season and you're thinking, could this be another one? Or will they get their act together and um, and go back-to-back victories, which you know is something they haven't done very often this season. So it's going to be absolutely fascinating and I can't wait. Gary, last question about Chelsea Watford, then i got to talk with you real quick about Palace Swansea before we let you go. But you use that word strange to describe the atmosphere against Sunderland. Strange it only only begins to describe the, the yeah. weirdness that was on display, the, the audible weirdness, the things you were hearing from the crowd, the receptions for the players, the banners that were, were unveiled. Strictly in regards to Jose Mourinho himself, in regards to the special one himself, how long is his shadow in your, and this is purely an opinion-based question, how long do you think his shadow is going to lurk over Stamford Bridge with this team trying to move beyond Jose Mourinho? Well, it's the fans adore him, um, you know, and rightly so. He's the most successful manager. Um, I think a lot of fans are still thinking, why did we get rid of, uh, of the best manager in the world and our most successful manager? Why didn't the, the owner back him? and ditch the players that needed to go in January and, and buy some new ones. Um, obviously, the owner and the board had their reasons. Obviously, we don't know the full story. I know Jose Mourinho, I'm sure there's lots he'd like to say and can't. Um, but yes, obviously, that the fans are not happy at this situation. And there are other fans who are unhappy at those fans for making their feelings clear. So it's not a very harmonious situation. Can Goose Hiddink get the fans um, together? Well, look, he certainly did that in 2009. He was hugely, hugely popular with the fans and the players. He achieved great things, um, but it was arguably a much, much better squad back in 2009 with uh, a lot of senior players at their peak. The likes of Didier Drogba, Frank Lampard, Ashley Cole, Michael Essien, um, Peter Cech and others. Um, I would say you probably don't have that calibre of a leader in the team. And he said today that the team basically played itself because they were senior players who knew what they had to do. This is a very different situation. He's got a lot to fix here. Um, And of course, things haven't gone too well for him since he left Chelsea in 2009. He's had some jobs where things did not go according to plan. So fascinating to see how it all pans out. It all starts with this one game. Um, against Watford, which is going to be, as I say, very, very interesting. At the bridge, 3 o'clock London time on Saturday afternoon, Boxing Day, Chelsea hosting the Watford club that are flying high right now. Cannot wait for that one. 7 a.m. here on the West Coast in America. You can hear Gary Taphouse calling that one. Chelsea hosting Watford. All right, your next assignment, Monday the 28th. Another classic 3 o'clock London kickoff. 7 a.m. here in California for all of you fans of the Premier League. World feed. Crystal Palace hosting Swansea. The Eagles flying high. The Swans, not so much. What are you most looking forward to about this one, Gary? <laughs> well, it's funny because um, when Crystal Palace first got promoted a few years ago, I did this game. Um, it was quite close to the start of the season. And uh, I was with Ray Houghton, former Palace player and coach. I'm with him again on uh, Monday. And basically, Swansea gave Palace a footballing lesson that day. They won 3-0 and it could have been an awful lot more. And uh, isn't it remarkable, again, how how swiftly things can change? Because Palace have got through several managers since then. They seem to have found the right one now. 
and they're just playing some fantastic football. Um, won three of the last four games. Um, I was there when they absolutely uh, walloped Newcastle 5-1. Uh, they then got that really good draw at uh, Everton and then uh, back-to-back wins against Southampton and then uh, a real smash and grab at Stoke City. So their level on points with fourth place, believing anything is possible at this stage. Whereas you look at Swansea, and um, it, it's hard to believe how badly things have gone suddenly because um, for Gary Monk to have actually had to be sacked um, because of their position uh, is remarkable to many people because I think everyone agreed he was a young English manager doing a, a really, really good job there. But um, as he said himself, it's a results-based industry. And if you don't get the results with this new TV deal coming in in the summer, which I've talked about already, the chairman are terrified of being relegated and missing out on the uh, dump truck full of cash that's going to be parked in the car park um, for all 20 clubs. So they've made their decision. They still haven't identified a replacement, which I think, again, is a surprise to many. Alan Curtis, massive striking legend at the club, will be in charge on the 28th. and you know, a perfectly decent job he's doing, but I think they do need to get that sorted because, again, there are a lot of underperforming players there. Uh, the goals have dried up. I think uh, Gomez has only got one since August. Um, it's not happening for Sigurdsson either, who was so impressive last season. So, you know, you certainly look at it at, at right now and say Palace should be looking to win that game. But as we know, in this league, in this season, you just can't take anything for granted. So one thing we can guarantee is that it'll be an absolutely terrific atmosphere there. It's a sellout. Um, the Palace fans never disappoint. And same can be said for the travelling Swansea fans as well. Even though they haven't had a lot to get excited about this season, they never let their team down. So um, it'll be uh, a great atmosphere. And uh, for those of you getting up at 7 o'clock on the West Coast, one of the first things you'll hear so early in the morning is my voice, but let's hope it's a good one. <laughs> in a season that, that sees Leicester City, Crystal Palace and Watford competing for, for the Premier League title and Champions League spots, yes, we've learned to never assume anything. Hey, I got to ask you real quick, Gary. You talked about being at the Goose Hiddink press conference at Chelsea. There was another manager's press conference that got a lot of headlines today, and that was the press conference of Louis van Gaal, the man who a lot of people call are calling a, a dead man walking right now, and he pulled something out of, for, for all you fans of the National Football League, I, I felt like he almost pulled a Marshawn Lynch today. He, he literally was said, said I'm, I'm just here because I have to be. I'm, I'm here so I won't get fined. And he stood there for two minutes yeah. and 45 seconds and then said, okay, I'm here for my mandatory time. I'm gone. What did his actions today, in your opinion, say about what's going on in his head and where he is with Manchester United? Well, on one hand, you can think, well, he's had to read an awful lot of stuff about his position, which can, it could be construed as extremely disrespectful because it's all speculation. Um, the problem for him is that Jose Mourinho, who he's worked with before, um, has suddenly become available. Manchester United aren't getting the results. They're not playing particularly good football. And a lot of journalists have put two and two together and come up with four because it's no secret Jose Mourinho would love to manage at Manchester United. Um, and so consequently, 
he is portrayed as a, as a dead man walking, as you've just said there. We heard Arsene Wenger to say he feels that this is all terribly disrespectful because we're talking about a hugely experienced manager who's got a contract for another season after this one um, and people are already writing him off. So I can un- almost understand why he's given it a bit back today. However, it's kind of a vicious circle because it's just fed the vultures again, hasn't it? It's given them more ammunition. So we can all imagine what the newspapers in this country are going to be like tomorrow after he says his piece and then walks out, um, inviting the journos to uh, (laughs) presumably choke on their mince pies on their way out. So um, difficult situation. And, uh, you know, what is the end game there? Things have got to change at United because the fans aren't happy with the style of the football. They're not happy with the endless nil-nils. And not only that, you know, one thing you can say about Van Gaal is he appears to have sorted out the defence. Recent results suggest otherwise. They've conceded far too many goals in the last few weeks. So even that one crumb of comfort that uh, they were keeping clean sheets has gone out of the window. So... Um, not a happy place at all. And, uh, you know, you, you just can't help wondering, is Jose waiting in the wings um, to take over the hot seat? And that's why he, he threw his toys out of the pram, so to speak, at his press conference there. And say, on one hand, I can actually understand why he did it, but it certainly has not helped the situation one bit. Gary, real quick, before we let you go, you are our final guest here on World Soccer Talk Radio before the Christmas holiday and therefore one of our last in the calendar year of 2015. It's been a very exciting year for yours truly, getting to launch this radio show and and interview so many fantastic guests such as yourself. I throw it to you real quick in the 60 seconds that we got left here. Favorite footballing memory of the year 2015? Wow, well, there's just so many. Um, funnily enough, I've got to go back to that Palace-Newcastle game um, a few weeks ago because <laughs> i tell you why. I went, uh, I went to Palace-Sunderland, which was five days earlier. Um, I, I went there just to sort of uh, get, get a handle on Palace ahead of the game. And it was the most dreadful match. Um, just so, so poor. And I just thought this Palace-Newcastle game could be even worse because obviously Newcastle also struggling at the bottom. And instead, despite the awful conditions, it just turned into such a, um, an incredible Crystal Palace performance against all expectations. And uh, I, I've just got to say, it, it just took my breath away, really. So that's certainly one of the first things that springs in my first time Palace had scored five goals in a Premier League game, the biggest ever win in the Premier League. And it really just sums up. Um, what's happening to them this season. So you know, I, t- I tell you what, if you come to London to watch a game, try to resist going to Chelsea or Arsenal and get yourself to Sellers Park simply because you will not get a better atmosphere at an English football game than you'll get there. Trust me. Go hang out with the homestyle fanatics. We are South yeah, London. Exactly. You gotta love it. And, I, and I'm sure, by the way, in that 5-1, I, I wonder what that meant to the Silver Fox being able to beat Newcastle 5-1 with his new club. I'm sure it meant quite a bit. Gary Taphouse, this has meant quite a bit. This has been absolutely awesome having you on the show. I hope we can do it again sometime. And again, Chelsea Watford on Boxing Day, uh, 7 a.m. on the West Coast here in America, 3 o'clock in the U.K. Palace Swansea on Monday the 28th, the next two commentary assignments for Gary Taphouse. Gary, thank you so much for joining us, man. Cheers, mate. See you soon. Take care. We're back after this to close this thing out. World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Another huge thank you to Gary Taphouse. Again, be sure to check out those matches. Boxing Day, Chelsea hosting Watford. Monday the 28th, Palace Swansea. And here the dulcet tones of our special guest from today, Gary Taphouse. And from the producers, Dom Jimenez and Scott Cuddy, Darren Peck and Ron Barr, the rest of the folks down there at Sports Byline Headquarters in the great city by the bay, San Francisco, California. For the gaffer, Mr. Swansea himself, Christopher Harris, my name is Nate Abarea, wishing you a merry, merry Christmas. Back with you on Tuesday, December the 29th. Enjoy this beautiful game. Love you. Bye for now.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.